Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. What do we got today, Rick? We got our Week 11 starts and sets. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What is going on, Fantasy Champions? Rick, your head looks a little big today. Due to technical difficulty, technical difficulties, I am wearing a gamer headset. So, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, that, that is why um, you, it looks like you sound slightly. My better. brain is about three hundred pounds. <laughs> three. Are you sure that's not because of the fantasy knowledge? Well, I didn't. Yes, that is because of the fantasy knowledge. But oh, okay. We'll, right. we'll just bypass that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Filled with nothing but fantasy statistics. Yeah, for sure. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's going on today, Rick? What's up, man? Just chilling. Uh, drinking some Bang Energy. Not yeah, sponsored. Not not sponsored. Uh, we found out about about Bang Energy a couple of years ago. Lit. It wasn't even a couple of years ago. It feels like a couple of years because of COVID. It was like maybe a month yeah, like ago. A, like probably last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, so today we have our week 11 starts and sits to prepare you for week 11's matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we'll bring that to you. Uh, and we don't have any anything else planned but a great starts and sits show. So... Um, before we jump into that, check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs, on Instagram at the Fantasy Champions. You can like us at Facebook.com forward slash the Fantasy Champions. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, be sure to subscribe uh, and then leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. The best way to uh, help the brand is by subscribing. So be sure to do that. Uh, also, if you're watching on YouTube, that's a great place to subscribe as well. But because subscribing is not enough, you have to go click the bell in order to get notifications for whenever we post a new podcast. If you listen to us normally, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 5 a.m. Yes. I'm not sure anybody in the East Coast, is this East Coast 5 a.m.? So this is like 3, p, 3 a.m. on the West Coast. If you're listening on the West Coast, if you're listening in India, I don't know what time it is. <sighs> Yeah, Can't but uh, there. anyway, like I said, just filled with football knowledge. I don't know that anyone on the East Coast is waking up at 5 a.m. to listen to a fantasy football podcast. Well, they might be waking up anyway at 5 a.m. They got so, they, they're just trying to make sure that those starts and sits are ready. The waiver wire show is good. They're sending trade offers at six, you know. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, be sure to like and then comment down below on the YouTube if you're watching there. Uh, so uh, let's jump right into our starts and sits. As usual, we're going to go by position because I screwed it up a couple weeks ago. I will not do that again. Yeah, let's do it by position, bro. Uh, so I'll start. Rick, you can give us the sit of the week. Um, okay. I, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory, this sit. But I'll start with the start of the week, <laughs> um, which is quarterback Justin Herbert. Right now, I, I was curious this because, you know, I need a quarterback. And I looked in our in our home league, and uh, I noticed that mm. the person that had 
Justin Herbert or that he wasn't on the waiver wire and somebody had Justin Herbert is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so I, I went and made some offers and then the team I'm playing swooped in and traded for him, which I'm very frustrated by. But anyway, the ECR on fantasypros.com has him uh, number four for week 11, uh, which is crazy. But um, he is facing the New York Jets, who are an absolutely abysmal football team. Very, very not good. Yeah. The epitome of not good football. Um, they're going to have Trevor Lawrence, and they're going to hold on to Sam Donald and Trevor Lawrence next year. That's how not good they are. Uh, but anyway, the Jets. two quarterbacks on the field at once. Yeah, I know. Seriously. It's going to be Darnold like that running back. In the, uh, in the Madden NFL 20. Is it 2021? A 20, Madden 21? Is that what it's called? Yep. Uh, the story mode, uh, not to spoil it for anyone, but if you haven't played it by now, it's probably you're never going to play it. Uh, but the um, in the story mode, uh, they essentially have the player go to college, and the, uh, the 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 main character's best friend or not best friend enemy, I don't know what you want to call him. They end up playing on the same team at the same position, and then they just switch quarterbacks midway through the game. That's the Jets next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sam Donald first half, Trevor Lawrence second half, or the other way around, whichever way you want it to go. Uh, anyway, the Jets give disgusting. up 21.7 fantasy points per game to the quarterback position. Justin Herbert has been uh, base floor for most of the season, getting 21 points a game. Um, so I, I think he's pretty a pretty safe bet to get 20 to 25, maybe 30 fantasy points this week. So if you have him uh, and there's not a better matchup, I would comfortably start. Justin Herbert this week. Oh yeah, um, me too. I'm a big Herbert guy. Uh, I have him in two leagues. I had him in our home league, yeah. and I dropped him. Worst decision could have made. But um, <laughs> yeah, Herbert. He his schedule's been good, but he's been great even with that schedule, which shows right. that against the Jets, he's probably going to continue that. He's consistently since week four. 24 points, 26 points, 38 points, 23, 22, 21. Against a team like the Jets, I'm very confident that he's going to get 20-plus points. At this point, if you have Herbert, I mean, you're probably starting him week to week unless you have, mm-hmm. like, Russell Wilson or, um, like, Kyler Murray, right. Aaron Rodgers, you know, somebody like that. You're probably starting Herbert pretty much week to week at this point almost. And after another big week this week and his schedule rest of the season, you're probably going to be doing that going forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I'm, I don't know who to choose for next year as I plan already start planning for fantasy drafts for 2020. Who, Burrow or Herbert? Burrow or Herbert. Which guy? Because <laughs> Burrow has been – he's good this year. He might be yeah. he might be a top eight quarterback this year. We'll see how the offseason plays out, but I would take both guys. Oh yeah, and for sure. I, I mean the 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 Bengals are just. I don't, I don't see them getting any better offensively. But, yeah, but Herbert uh, might go too early in drafts next year. Honestly, the Bengals have T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, so they're good right. at wide receiver. They're good at running back with Joe Mixon. They really just need an offensive line. Mm-hmm. They already got one guy two years ago. So if they can add some more depth to that offensive line, they're they actually could be a very, very good offense next year. Uh, but anyway, remains to be seen. Start Justin Herbert this week. Yes, yes. Uh, Rick, tell us tell us the next guy here. Philippe. Oh, I almost just <laughs> You spoiled it. I spoiled it for you. Well, it's okay. It's Phil Rivers against the Green Bay Packers. Felipe Rivers. Um, 
He's probably on the same list for me as Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Anybody who knows this show right. knows my distaste for Kirk Cousins, fantasy wise, mm-hmm. and even real NFL wise. I think he's kind of not the best, but um, Philip Rivers. He actually had a decent week last Don't week on against Kirk. a good Tennessee team. Um, I think he had 16 fantasy points, so not great, right? But not awful. But he's been up and down all year. I know someone in our home league has him and um, started him a few times this year, uh, which I don't know. I mean, I guess on good matchups, it's okay. Like he had mm-hmm. 25 against Cincinnati earlier in the year, and he had 22 against Detroit. So he's had a few good weeks, especially recently. So if you're thinking about starting him, don't. Green Bay um, has been great against defenses all year. Uh, Rivers has kind of been up and down fantasy-wise. It's probably going to be another down week after 16 this past week. The Colts are going to try to run the ball. To who, I don't know, but they're going to try to run the ball. Um, <laughs> and that's their offense. And against the Packers, yeah, it's just not going to be a good day for Phillip Rivers fantasy-wise. Yeah, uh, I agree all, all those points. Um, I don't think Phillip Rivers really has been a good quarterback this year. He hasn't as um, as usual, but there are I, I see the 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 I said that totally like not trying to be he, a jerk, but it just yeah. it just you know it's true. I just think he's washed. Yeah, like if you watch yeah, him yeah, throw yeah. the football, it's just not. I mean, he's, great. he he's, actually did Thursday was against the Titans. Was it Thursday? Yeah, when they played the Titans. Yep, that was probably the best game I've seen him play in Last a long Thursday. time. He actually wasn't that bad in that game. Um, but throughout the season in the games that I've watched the Colts and even watching the Chargers last year, like he just doesn't look like the same player he used to be. I just totally um, accident I accidentally made fun of Phillip Rivers. Like that's how bad it is at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh so no, but I think I think against Green Bay, they're gonna get right. I think Jer Jer Alexander back this week, which uh-huh. doesn't bode well for Phillip Rivers and that offense. Um, I would also go out on a limb where he's not on this list for wide receivers, but uh, this week one of the waiver wire pickups was Michael Pittman. Um, I know personally I have an option between Pittman, Debo Samuel, and Antonio Brown. All horrible matchups. But uh, I don't want to start Pittman this week at all against Jer, Jer-, Jer- Alexander because he's shut down pretty much everyone he's played all year. Um, yeah. So, but Philip Rivers just not when he doesn't have a lot of options to begin with to pass the football to. Um, if anything, this is a good game for Naheem Hines to catch forty passes. <laughs> I guess I know, but, uh, but I just don't think they're going to get a lot of opportunities to score in this game, and I don't think that Philip Rivers is going to get an opportunity to put up a lot of points. Uh, just to give you the um, yeah. No, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. The numbers for uh, quarterbacks, fantasy point-wise, against the Green Bay Packers, 16 points per game um, against the Green Bay Packers. So very, right. very, very hard for him to be able to put up some big numbers this week. Um, so yeah. I would I would definitely sit Phil. Phil Don't Phil, you have um, – Phil or you, you mentioned Debo on your team. Isn't he on a bye? Yeah. Or guys, yeah, so you're going to have to start. See, Michael that's what Pittman I'm saying. Or, I keep convincing uh, myself that Debo's back. Because they keep saying Debo's coming back after week 11. And I'm like, okay, who's he playing this week? No one. <laughs> okay. Yep. Oh, all right. Um, so our running back start of the week, Damian Harris. Um, oh, yeah. You've been waiting so long for me to just throw this guy on the list. Yeah. Harris, man. He, uh, uh, you know what? Um, Sony Michelle, 
can go take a leap. Honestly. Because Damian Harris is, is good at football. Far better at football <laughs> than Sony. Sony's just boring at this point. The way he runs the football, the how they utilize him, he's just boring. Like Damian Harris, he may not ever get like a 60-yard run for a touchdown, but he does have good top-end speed. He just doesn't get there very quickly. Uh, but he, he he's much more fun to watch than yes, Sony Michelle. As Patriots fans, we talk. But uh, yeah, Damian Harris has been very good the last couple weeks. Um, Fantasy-wise, I mean, they, they do really like to put uh, Rex Burkhead in in the red zone, and yep. that does cap. And in the passing game as well. And in the passing game, and it does cap um, Damian Harris just a little bit. Um, but I think, I think he is a safe start just because he's going to get the inside, you know, uh, I guess outside the twenties work, and he's been efficient enough to put up uh, fantasy points at a high level. I'm trying to find his numbers here, and there's so many games um, in the NFL. Oh, he's so against San Francisco. Uh, that game was a blowout. He didn't really get a chance to run the ball a lot. He only had ten carries in that game. But he still had seven and a half fantasy points. And then against Buffalo, he had 16. The Jets, he had seven. That was another game where they threw the ball a lot. And then against Baltimore, one of the best defenses in the league and run defenses, he uh, he had 22 carries for 121 yards mm-hmm. for 12 fantasy points. So against a team like Houston that ranks 29th against running backs, um, it's a game where the Patriots actually will probably – probably be a positive game script where they're yeah. going to run the ball. I think he has a floor of about 10 points this week um, because or around like 9, 10 points because he's going to run for right. like 90 to 100 yards. Mm-hmm. And then that if he gets a touchdown or even two, like you could be seeing a monster week from Damian Harris this week. This this is probably one of my favorite weeks to start Damian Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, and I own him in a lot of dynasty leagues. Uh, and I'm starting him over a lot of guys this week. Yeah. I mean, I, I might start him over Cooper Cup. I think, too, uh, you also have to look at uh, Houston's defense has just been very horrible. Like, last week, they had 18 fantasy points given up to Nick Chubb. And Nick Chubb only played, like, 40% of the snaps. And uh, Kareem Hunt had, like, 12 to 14. Yeah. And I'm like, they gave up over 30 fantasy points to two running backs. So, I mean, obviously, the Patriots do run an RBBC um, yeah. I, if, if, if you really desperately need a running back play and you need to go to the waiver wire for that, Rex Burkhead is not a bad play either yeah, against Houston. Not. Um, but Damien Harris is the guy I want in this game. The, the Houston Texans give up 26.8 fantasy points per game to the running back position, which is just freaking horrible. And the amount that the Patriots use the running back position, I could see like a combination mm-hmm. kind of like, what'd you say? Cleveland got like 30 something points with between yeah, seven. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I could see something like that again this week with the Patriots. Yeah, there's not many weeks that I'm uh, I'm running out to start no, Patriots running. No, but this back, is but this is the week to do. This it. This is the week to do it against Houston. Um, so I really like that. But what what is our sit of the week, Rick? Oh, we have the L.A. Rams running backs against Tampa. So All of them. This is this is interesting. Um, if you look at how the Rams split this past week, it's mm-hmm. very disgusting for fantasy owners. Um, going off of memory, I think Acres had like 10 carries Henderson had about mm. uh, seven or eight. I can pull it up. Yeah. So Henderson had seven Brown had six acres had 10. So they split it between all three of those guys, almost a perfect split. 
which is just so disgusting fantasy-wise. Mm. And if they try to do that against Tampa, who has a very good run defense, it's just not going to bold well for any of those guys. If you're trying to start Malcolm Brown, it's probably not a good idea. He only had a good week last week because he had two touchdowns on six carries, which is not going to happen again. Um, Cam Akers had the most carries, so you might be like, oh, he might get the most work, but you're not going to want to start him against a Tampa team that, again, is great against the run if he's only going to get like nine, ten carries again. And then Daryl Henderson's probably that your best bet if you're going to start one of these guys, but I still wouldn't start him. He only had seven carries this past week, mm-hmm. and it seems like they want to get the other two guys involved as well as him. And with these guys splitting, there's just not enough work to go around for yeah. anyone to be fantasy product- productive this week. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Um, I don't think – I mean, it's self-explanatory with the Los Angeles running backs. I right. guess at this point, you don't know which guy is going to get the work. Um, at this point, if there's a running back I'd own, it's probably Cam Akers. And I know a lot of people will be like, what What the hell are you talking about? Um, it, it's not because I think... I, I don't personally think that any of these Rams running backs are startable any week. But I yeah. think the guy with the highest ceiling and the most potential to break out and be the new Todd Gurley for the Rams, probably Cam Akers. Mm, so, I'd throw Henderson in there too. Like I, I just wouldn't own Malcolm Brown. I think I think Henderson's worth Malcolm. rostering. He sucks. And Acres is yeah. probably worth rostering just because of his upside. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Um. So for the uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they give up um fourteen point eight fantasy points per game, which is a third best or worst. I don't know how you want to say that in the league. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very, very, very hard to get fantasy points on them. And when you have three, like you were talking about the splits, when you talk about three running backs, getting opportunities, like if there's only 15, that's, what is that? Five fantasy points each. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty safe to assume that, uh, the Rams running backs are not going to have a good week. Um, let's talk about the wide receiver start of the week, which is Christian Kirk. Now Kirk last week did not have the best performance and he had been putting up some pretty monster performances. Mm-hmm. Not Wasn't many. he our set of the week last week at wide I receiver? I believe so. Um, but against Buffalo, he had four fantasy points. He might have yes. been a start. He might have been a start. I don't remember. But um, No, no, no. I don't think he was. I think he was a set. Okay. But uh, Buffalo, he had four fantasy points, and he had had 10, 21, 18, and 20 in four consecutive games, so he was looking pretty good. But last week, um, he, he just pooped himself. Seattle, though, we, we've talked about how good Seattle or how bad Seattle has been against wide receivers this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's 35 fantasy points. It's getting worse by the week. 35 fantasy points a game to the wide receiver position, uh, and that's even with Josh Adams. Uh, Jamal Adams, I'm sorry. Josh Adams yes. is a running back, ex-running back from the Eagles. <laughs> is that right? Josh Adams, yeah. Um, so. But Jamal Adams, even with him back, it's still 35 points a game fantasy points a game to the wide receiver position and for christian kirk i mean they have fitzgerald fitzgerald's basically gone essentially i don't want to say he's gone but like it's close as close as you can get he's not gone but fantasy fantasy purposes he's yeah he's he's probably only gonna get like four to five targets oh you know this week um but christian kirk if he holds up that eight to ten target total uh he'll probably hit 10 to 15 fantasy points and that's a safe bet um unless all 30 fantasy points are scored by deandre but if, right. if there's a week to start Christian Kirk, I would say this is probably yes. the week. No, 100%. Um, with Jamal Adams, like he, 
the the way he plays, mm-hmm. he's more of um, he's he's really good in the run game. He he's yeah, good at blitzes. Um, and when he does drop back in coverage, he's good in that. But they don't always use him like that. Yeah. And he's their only good player in the secondary. So when he's not dropped back in coverage and he's like blitzing mm-hmm. or, or playing kind of a different different role and not like sitting back like most safe or right. some safeties, um, then it, it's just not it's not going to bold well for Seattle because their secondary is not good. Right. Um, and with Christian Kirk, he's kind of a boomer bust type player. Mm-hmm. And against Seattle, it's just a perfect matchup. As you said, they are the worst um, at giving up fantasy points. Is that the right way to say it? Yeah. Uh, I, I have no league, idea. I can't. I can't. They're one of the best matchups. <laughs> yeah, they are we'll the best that. matchup, and they are the worst at giving up Stop. points, I guess. That's the, um, yeah, whatever. But yeah, so, and then Christian Kirk, like we said, we, start, we told you to sit him last week, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so this week, I think you should take our advice Roll and start reversal. him. He's like, like I said, he's boomer bust. He still had six targets, you know, which for him is not that bad. He gets, right. you know, eight, eight, six, three, seven, five. Like he's in that range. So six targets isn't that bad. I think if he gets six targets again this week, he's probably gonna get four or five catches, um, and one of them will be for a big play that he might turn into a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Or even two, because again, it's Seattle. So I'm pretty confident in starting Kirk this week. It's going to be a real high-scoring game. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, the sit of the week. What do we got, Rick? Uh, for the sit of the week at wide receiver, we have your boy Antonio Brown. Uh, you know, he's actually been promising. Like you can tell, Brady still loves him. Yeah, he's getting targets. Uh, I think he was. I want to say he was second on the team behind Mike Evans this week in targets. He had more targets than Chris Godwin. It seems like he might kind of not take that spot Slot because role. Godwin still is involved. He got, I think, he got seven targets, but they kind yeah. of are sharing that slot spot. Yeah, that um, Brady loves to throw to. So he had ten fantasy points. Looks promising. Seven catches for sixty-nine yards. Mm-hmm. Um, but against the Rams, man, I own Mike Evans and Tom Brady in a league, and I don't want to even start them. Like the Rams defense has mm-hmm. been fantastic. Jalen Ramsey, I don't know who he's going to guard, but it might be Mike Evans. It might be Antonio Brown. I wouldn't want to take that chance, but even if it's not Jalen Ramsey on mm-hmm. Antonio Brown, the Rams still rank number number one against quarterbacks and number one against wide receivers. Yeah. So they they have the, they have been just absolutely lights out mm-hmm. on defense, especially recently. I know Metcalf was non-existent and Russell Wilson was non-existent uh, this past week, so I'm not trusting really any Bucks players this week against that Rams team, especially Antonio Brown, who um, is probably the newest guy in, and you might be excited about him, but if he's not on mm-hmm. the same page, like it could just be a disaster for him this week. Yeah, Brady. I agree. I think the other problem, too, with Los Angeles, um, they, they have become one of the better secondaries in the yes. league. They give up the least amount of fantasy points to the wide receiver position. Um, and I, I think the hard part with Antonio Brown is that you have three guys there mm-hmm. to throw the football to, and right. it just, let's be honest with you, you know, it's it's like, who is Brady going to throw the ball ball to on a given week? You know, it's you don't know, you just don't know, and it, it could be, it could even be Scotty Miller. <laughs> Maybe I think he's ten yeah, targets he's, to he's Scotty Miller of... just to say screw you to everyone because Brady will yeah. do that. Um, Tyler Johnson got a red zone target this past week oh too. So Brady. you never know. I think he just wanted the good players so he could throw to all the bad players without having them get shut down. Right. Have them wide. All the bad players wide open. Whatever. Watched him for so many years. We just know how he plays. 
I don't think I've owned. I don't think I've ever owned a Patriots wide receiver, besides Julian Edelman, with like confidence. Randy Moss back in the day. Randy Moss back in the day, but ago. I I don't I don't think I played fantasy football then. So I didn't either. So, uh, but anyway, so I think the big thing is we just don't know where the target share is going to go because they give up so little fantasy. The Rams give give up so little fantasy points to the wide receiver position. It is very likely that Antonio Brown is not going to have a good week this week. But I was thinking about it on my drive home uh, from work today. And I was thinking about Antonio Brown. I'm like, what kind of position do we think Antonio Brown would be in or do I think he's going to be in Sunday? And I think that you're going to see, uh, um, what's his name, the outside corner for the Rams. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, thank you. I, I kept on, I, my, my mind wanted to say Jamal Adams. <laughs> That's not even close to being true. Um, so Jalen Ramsey's probably going to be somewhere between Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And their uh-huh. second corner is probably going to share that burden of the load, which means that that'll probably open up in the middle of the field and in the slot a lot for Antonio Brown to kind of at least get six to eight targets. Um, so sure. he might be able to perform this week. I don't know. Um, but I, it, it's not worth the risk is what I'm kind of getting at. Now, I might have yeah. to force a stardom. There is. I, I was thinking that too. Like there is a chance that he could get, um, cause he's, he's, because he's, because of that, but it's against the Rams. Like even, even if yeah. that's the case, I still don't trust it. I'm not trying to the start consensus him. is that he's going to be the odd man out, but I think he could actually be the odd man in. Right. Yeah. No, because, I actually agree with you because, well, because I think if they're going to target they, receivers, they're probably going to target the other two guys. Right. There's also a chance they put Ramsey on a B though. Like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, you, you yeah, don't know what the Rams are going to do, too, because they yeah. have three great wide receivers. So they might try to shadow Ramsey on, like, different guys, on Evans and some downs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe on gotcha. some down Godwin, maybe on some down. They just have so you many just guys. The they have so many guys. It's it's right. it's tough to even say, oh, one guy's not going to be able to make it. And I think the other part, the other portion of it, too, is, like, last year, uh, I mean, last week, not last year, feels like last year, Jalen Ramsey <laughs> – uh, he's basically sh- uh, they played they played the Seattle Seahawks right. He shut down DK. Yes, last for, week, for the yeah. most part shut down DK Metcalf. Metcalf um, didn't have a target in the first half. I think he finished yeah. two catches. So uh, uh, I think like very very scary situation. I don't know who Ramsey's going to play on. He might swap between guys. I, I we we have no idea. But um, yep. Brown is just the odd man out. Let's quickly talk about the tight end start of the week at tight end Jared Cook. Uh, Jared Cook is a play that uh, you're not going to sit there and go, oh my God, he's going to get eight targets and he's going to be this great <laughs> tight end. He's just not. He's going to get four targets. He's going to catch two passes and he's going to maybe pop a touchdown in. You better hope he does if, if you're starting him. Yeah. And so uh, I started him a couple weeks back when Hawk was on his bye and uh, and he scored a touchdown. Got exactly what I needed. It's all I wanted from him. Yeah. 40 yards and a touchdown. So uh, I would say Atlanta too is just piss poor against everyone um so i i think i think he has a good matchup this week against atlanta i think that it's going to be a week where um i i also noticed that i don't know if winston is going to target the tight end position but he uh, has in the past like to target the tight end position yes yeah so i feel like cook might get slightly more target a, a slightly higher target share um but even if that doesn't happen i think he'll get some red zone targets and and you know it's it's a it's really, if you're if one. you have to start Jared Cook, and that's where you're going, 
you probably have a bye week at tight end or an injury or you're streaming tight ends. So you know you know what the situation is. You're either going to get a big game or you're going to get uh, crushed internally. Yeah, I mean, if you're streaming tight ends, I would take the risk on Jared Cook because, A, the matchup. I know he's been awful last two weeks. Mm-hmm. I think he had two targets, zero catches last week. And then the week before that, he had two targets and I think one catch. So he he, he has struggled the last yeah. few weeks. Yeah. But against Atlanta, um, it's a very good matchup. Like you said, he could get red zone work. Mm-hmm. And Jameis Winston, as you said, does like to target tight ends. I know right. last year, um, OJ Howard didn't have a great year, but he did target him a decent amount. And mm-hmm. Cameron Brate as well. Like he would he looked for the tight end position a lot after he looked at like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. So Michael Thomas is, should have a big week. But um I think Jared Cook will also get maybe a few more targets than he usually does. Like right. I think he could get like five around five targets this week. And if he does that gets three, four catches and yeah. um, a touchdown. Like he should, he should get you 10 fancy points. Okay. Uh, quickly on the last one is Robert Tanyan. He's facing the Indianapolis Colts. Um, yep. Indy, obviously they're only giving up. I just to give you an update four fantasy points a game to the tight end position. I don't think that green Bay is going to be throwing the football uh, in the direction of Robert Tanyan this week. So that would just be my guess, but you get, you get 15 seconds to give your thoughts. Yeah, no, Tanyan's kind of been on the downhill anyway. Uh, He has one and four fantasy points the last two weeks Mm -hmm. on five total targets in those two weeks combined. Alan Lazard is coming back this week as well, and with that Colts defense, there's just no reason to start Tanyan. All right, there we have it. Week 11 starts and sits in the bag. Can't believe it. I cannot believe that we are almost through week 11. Our trade deadline's coming up, so i got to make some big moves. Oh, boy. uh, Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Be sure to check out our website, thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We'll talk to you Friday, Fantasy Champs. Later. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.